Yomah Daf and Nun Zayin. The last thing we were discussing was the Kohen Gadol came out of the Kodesh Kodeshim, and the same way he threw the goat blood and the cow blood in the Kodesh Kodeshim, one up, seven, uh, seven down. He did the same thing outside in the Kodesh, but at the curtain or towards the curtain. And we also said, uh, since we were in the middle of the, discussing the pasuk, v'chein yaseh le'ol mo'ed, so we continued, ha'shochein itam betoch tumatam, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shechina is with us even when we are tameh. And with that, we are starting, nun vav amud bet, the last line in the middle of the line, where it says, amar le'ahut tzedoki l'rabbi hanina. This tzedoki told rabbi hanina, hashta you are now for sure tamim. After the first uh, Beit HaMikdash was destroyed, you're for sure tameh. It says your tum'az uh, right at the bottom, meaning you're just like a nida, who everyone can tell is nida. Your tum'ah was is, is clear as day, and your tameh, and the Shekhinah is not with you. So Rabbi Hanina told them, look what it says in the Bible, with the Bible in Israel. HaShochen itam betoch tumotam, that afilu bizman she'en temein, shechina sheruya v'nehem, the shechina is with them. So now the Gemara goes back to the Drashad, that the same way we throw inside the Kodesh HaKodeshim, we throw outside in the Kodesh, v'chidavara lamed behekesh, chozerum lamed behekesh. The whole idea of dam par that you throw in the Kodesh Hashim, uh, one up, seven down, we learned that out of a drasha, out of a hekesha comparison from dam hasair. So what, you're going to learn it now again? You're going to learn something out of it again? So not just in Kodesh Hashim, but also outside in the Kodesh? We can't learn it in, in that shita. Meaning, if something was learned out of a hekesh or taught something a hekesh, you can't continue teaching with it. It's only one time, not more than that. So the gemara explains rather you have to say hi hemenove davaracheru. No, it's something that's written in the Torah and something learned from it. Throwing the blood upwards is written in the Torah, and the other seven times is learned out of a hekesh. hekesh. It's not a hekesh and not another hekesh. Rather, it's it's an actual pasuk plus another hekesh. So now the Gemara says, "Aniach leman de'amar lo hevekesh." Okay, that works perfectly if you don't hold it's a hekesh. El leman de'amar hevekesh. According to the one who says it is a hekesh, ma'ikal emar. What are you going to say? So Gemara explains the holy mood of throwing the blood in the kodesh uh, from kodesh kodashim. It's not a real hekesh. Rather, it's mekomotu de'gamre mehadade. It's teaching us what and how to do, meaning throwing out the blood of the par and the sa'ir, one up, seven, seven down, it's all from the Torah. Just where to do it is what the Hekesh is coming to do, meaning the first Hekesh is coming to tell me that par and the sa'ir, one up, seven down, that whole sugiah. The second Hekesh has nothing to do with par and sa'ir, it's, just, it's a totally different subject, it's just where you're supposed to be doing it. Or you can answer a different thing. Inside the Kodashim, outside the Kodash Kodashim, all learned at one time. When you came to tell me that you have to throw the blood of the parent Sa'ir one time up, seven times down, and you learned one from the other, you also were talking about where to do it in the outside, inside. It wasn't the Hekesh learned after Hekesh, it was all part of the same thing together. And the Gemara brings another mahlokit now. Tana kishehu ma'zeh eno ma'zeh ala parochet ela keneged ha'parochet. 
meaning when when the Kohen sprays the blood on the curtain of between the Kodesh and Kodesh Kodeshim, he doesn't throw it on the actual curtain, rather he throws it in the air and it lands on the floor. There was one time the daughter of the Caesar got sick by some shed and they got that shed out of her and they let him go into the treasure house and he, t- he was there to take out a gezerah against the Jews and he, and he, on his way over there I saw the parochet in Rome. I saw the bloodstains of the spraying of the blood of the power and the sa'ir of Yom Kippur. So you see, it was on the actual parochet. And this goes against what we just learned. Maybe the, the blood that you saw in the parochet wasn't from Yom Kippur. Maybe it was the cow of Ben Israel did Avira together, or if they did Avodah Zarah, and they had to throw it on the actual curtain. Maybe it's not of Yom Kippur. So the Gemara says, no, the Hazad, the Avida, when he saw it on the parochet, he saw it in order, like in a straight line. Obviously, it was from Yom Kippur. It wasn't all over the place. Now the Gemara tells us another Mahokas, which is sort of the opposite of what we just learned. We have the same Mahlokat by the blood of the Par Halim Davashatibur, Benesal de Avira, they have to bring a cow as a korban, throw the blood. When they threw the blood, it would never touch the curtain. If it touched, not a big deal. And I saw the parochet in Rome. I saw there was a lot of blood stains from the Par Alim Davashatibur and the goats of Abu Dazara. And the Gemara asks the opposite of our case. The Dilma de Par Yom Kippurim, you know, maybe they're the blood of the Par and the God of Yom Kippur. The Hazinu So the Gemara answers, no, he saw it all over the place. He didn't see it in a straight line, which is exact opposite of what we learned before. So the Mifashim explained, obviously, that Rabbi Laizah Rabbi saw different types of bloodstains, some in order, some all over the place, and obviously it was and the par and sa'ir of Yom Kippur. Now, the Gemara continues, The blood of the cow and the blood of the goat got mixed before he even started spraying. You throw one up, seven down, it counts for both. Said on what Rabbi just said, dam bablim mishum because they live in a dark land. They say dark uh, words. You have a problem because now you're giving the upwards of a goat before the downwards of the cow. What does that mean? Once you finish Damapar, then the Hakakale Damasar, then you finish the Damasair. So you're doing it out of order because remember when you're throwing it up once and it count, and it's counting for both, that means the power of the Sair is before the, the before Damapar finishes. You throw one up, seven down, and then you do the same thing for Sair. Now, 
נתערבו לו דמים בדמים במתנות האחרונות. Let's say the blood got mixed, but at the end, meaning after you threw the blood once upwards for the cow, before you were about to throw the sheva lemata, all of a sudden it got mixed with the, uh, with the blood of the goat. Savara papa came de rabba. Savara papa, he was in front of rabba, and he thought to say, lememar, noten sheva lemata leshem par. Roshem sar, you throw downwards seven times for the cow and the goat. It'll count for both. Vehozev noten achat lemata leshem sar, and then afterwards you throw one upwards for the goat. Until now, Karulan Tipshaya. Up until now, they're going to call us not smart. Now they're going to call us really not smart. Because they taught it to us in the last halacha, we didn't learn it. And Rabbi explains. He's going to give the downwards of the sire before the upwards of the sire. And the Torah, when it was talking about the order, it says, has to be done in order. First you throw upwards, then downwards. And you have to do it this way. There's no changing. Rather, you give seven downwards for the cow. Then you do it in order, but this time the shem sair. Now, again, once we're on the subject of the bloods mixing, if the bloods got mixed up in the cups where you accepted the blood of the sair, so you don't know which one's which, so you have two cups, you don't know which one's which, so then noten v'chozer v'noten v'chozer v'noten shelosha pe'amim. You, go, you give one up seven down once, twice, three times. Meaning, if the first cup is the pard and then the sire, then you did an order, and then the third time you did nothing. And if the first one is the, the sire, then the second one is par. So the first one doesn't count. The second one now is number one, and then you do it a third time, that will be number two. Now, some of the blood got mixed up, some didn't get mixed up. Meaning, some of the cup with the with the cow blood and some of the cup of the goat blood fell into a third cup. When you're giving the blood one up, seven down, you give it from the cups that are for sure. This one's a cow, that one's a goat. Beautiful. However, the leftover blood in that third cup is it leftovers and you have to throw it onto the base, the foundation part that goes around the, the Mizbeach, because that's where all the Shiraim, the leftovers get thrown, or Dilma, or maybe the Huyinavu, maybe they were pushed away, they're no good. Ve'azle la'aman, you have to throw it into the stream and you can't give it onto the Mizbeach. So Amar Papa, Afiu le'man de'amar, kos echad oseh havero Shiraim, even according to the Manda Amaru says that if you accepted the blood in a few cups and you gave from, let's say, cup number one, cups two, three, and four, for example, they are shiraim and they get thrown onto the foundation, they saw them the Mizbeach, like any other shiraim. That's only in a case where if you want to give from cup number two, you could throw from cup number two, three, four, five, whatever you want. But over here, the Iba'ele Metav, but over here in our case, where the, the cow blood and the goat blood mixed into third cup, you can't give from that cup. 
you can never give it on the Mizbeach. There's no chance. And therefore, you should really have to throw it into the stream of water and not onto the foundation on the, uh, the, of the Mizbeach. But the Gemara says the opposite. Even according to the one who says that if you accept it in a few cups, cup number one, whatever's left of it is shirayim, but everything else, two, cup two, cup three, cup four, all those are dahui, and you can't give it on That's only because in cup two, three, and four, you mamash pushed it with your hand, you didn't do any of the correct avodah with it. But in our case, where you didn't push it away, so to speak, meaning it was just, you know, this spilled into that, and it was just, and it was a mistake, Look, maybe they weren't pushed, and maybe they're considered shiraim, and maybe they should throw it onto the yesod of the mizbeach, like any other shiraim. The tanya, and here's the breita that we're gonna we see the machloket lemala who omer by the hatat of the sair of the nasi. It says ve'edamo ishpoch el yesod mizbeach haola. He has to throw the blood that's left over on the foundation of the Mizbeh the outside Mizbeh Ulmata, and by the regular Hatat of a personal person, who Omer, you should throw all the all the blood at the foundation of the Mizbeh. Now, how do we know if you, the hatat, if you accepted the blood into four cups, and if you threw from one cup and another cup, uh, all of them get thrown on the Yisod, they're all Shiraim. Now, let's say I gave four matanot, you're supposed to give four matanot for a hatat, you gave it from one cup, maybe... The other cups are considered shiraim. Tamud lomar ve'edamo yishpoch. His blood you throw, not all of the blood. Hu nishpach la'yesod. Whatever was left of the cup that you were throwing from gets thrown on the foundation. Ve'hen and the other cups nishpachin lama they go into the stream. You can't use it anymore. It was, it was pushed away. And Rabbi Le'Ezer be Rabbi Shimon Omer minay lahatach kibel dama be'arba kosot. From one of them, shekulani shpachin. So all of them get thrown on the so tamud lomar veet kol dama yishpoch. You throw all of it, and from the word kol, even the uh, the blood in the other cups. And the Gemara asks, "Will there be the Ezer berbishim on haketi veet damo yishpoch?" And it sounds like uh, only the, the blood from the actual cup, not the other ones. Amar Avashen, he would teach you lemaute shiraim shebatzavar behema. He's coming to tell you that the blood that's left over in the neck of an animal uh, does not get thrown on the yesod, that gets thrown into the ama. That was for sure pushed away because it was never accepted in a keli. Now, going back to the Mishnah, once the Kohen Gadol threw the blood of the par and the sa'ir on the, on the parochet, on the curtain, he mixed the blood of the cow into the cup with the goat blood in it, and now he's going to throw it on the corners of the golden Mizbeach, the Mizbeach HaKetoret. And the Gemara starts, Our Mishnah is like the Tana who says that you mix the blood of the cow and the goat 
to put on the corner of the golden mizbeach day tomorrow. Rabbi Yoshia and Rabbi Yonatan, they had a machloket. Hadamar, one of them said, Me'arvin, you mix the blood. Hadamar and Me'arvin, you don't mix it. And the Gemara says, Tistayim, the Rabbi Yoshia, who the Amar Me'arvin. It sounds like Rabbi Yoshia is the one who said that you mix the blood. The Amar, because he said in other places, Afalgav, the loketiv yahdav, even though it doesn't say beferush, the word yahdav, kemandiktiv yahdav dami. It's like as if it says yahdav. And therefore, according to Rabbi Yoshia, when the Pasuk says, uh, throw in the word Yahdav as if it uh, said, uh, You could even say it's Rabbi Yonatan, and he doesn't read the Psukim in general as if the word Yahdav is there. Uh, over here is different because the pasuk says and Rabbi Yoshia throws in the word Yahdav, and therefore he uh, asks a question, how do you know if you curse them separately? And you need a holy mood, but Rabbi Yonatan says, no, it doesn't say the word Yahdav. You needed to say the word Yahdav in order for you to understand Yahdav, like by Kilayne. Of it says, Lo taharosh b'shor b'hamor Yahdav. So dafka Yahdav over there, where it's specified in general now. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.